Hello and welcome to Beyond Networking, the show where we help you build a sustainable career and a meaningful life with the power of human connection. I'm your host, Brian Miller, and this week I've got some audio taken from a recent YouTube video I made. Now, this video was entitled How to Respectfully Disagree Respectfully, or maybe that was the name of the blog that I took the video from. In any regard, it doesn't matter. The point is I was watching Russell Brand debate Ben Shapiro on Russell Brand's podcast. Now, don't run away if you don't like either of them or if you like uh, one of them but not the other. This is not about their content. This is about their conversation conversational styles. In fact, it's all about the way that they had a debate when both of them knew they were walking into what could have been very, very contentious territory. But as you'll hear, it wasn't. It was calm, considered, reasonable, and really just kind of a joy to watch two people on completely opposite sides of a political and often social spectrum have such a productive conversation in a very divisive world. So here you go. This is the audio taken right from the YouTube video. If you would prefer to actually watch it on YouTube, you can always go to youtube.com slash Brian Miller Magic or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Enjoy. I don't know about you, but when someone says I respectfully disagree, what they usually mean is I'm about to rudely argue with you until we're both angry and nothing's been accomplished. We're living through one of the most polarized periods in modern history, made worse by the ubiquity of social media, the 24-7 news cycle, and the destruction of trusted sources on both ends of the political spectrum. Socrates believed in knowledge through discourse, but discourse as a respectful intellectual pursuit has lost its cachet. Then again, Socrates was put to death by a poison hemlock for pissing off everyone in Athens with his relentless questioning, so maybe respectful discourse is more of a romantic ideal than a lost art. I was thinking of the immortal words of Socrates who said, I drank what? Still, I don't remember conversations being so tricky to navigate, disagreements so volatile, until just a few years ago. Which brings up the point of this video. Is it still possible to respectfully disagree? And if so, how? Honestly, I was losing faith. But then I watched Russell Brand debate Ben Shapiro on Russell Brand's podcast, Under the Skin. What could have been a mess was instead a calm and considered discussion on a range of topics. So let's take a brief look at how these two intellectual heavyweights on opposite sides of the political spectrum managed to respectfully disagree so productively. And whether you side with either of them or neither of them isn't the point of this video. I'm interested in their conversational strategies, not their content. Let's call this first section, hey look, an elephant. If you know you are going to disagree with someone, address it head on. Russell Brand invited Ben Shapiro onto his podcast. He was absolutely aware that they disagree on a host of fundamental issues, and both were prepared to have those conversations. But instead of just diving into a two-hour heated debate, Russell immediately pointed out the elephant in the room. This is, a, I suppose, a peculiar time for us to be having a conversation, sort of culturally geopolitically you've probably got a like i i watch a lot of your content as, as i said just in our brief chat before and like i'm sure you even if you don't watch my content and i would never assume i imagine you sort of know who i am so uh, how do you generally approach conversations with people where there is an assumption that we're 
on uh, across some real or imagined cultural line. Does it make any particular difference to you? Uh, in just a few seconds, he accomplished more than many of us do in an entire conversation. So let's break that down. Technique number one, affect gratitude. The first thing Russell Brand said was, I watch a lot of your content. Brand knows that one of the highest compliments you can offer a content creator is that you watch, read, or listen to their work. Attention is an increasingly scarce commodity. So Russell Brand puts Ben Shapiro in a place of gratitude by implying that his content is worth his attention. Whether Brand agrees with Shapiro's content or not isn't the point of this technique. He's merely saying to him, your content is worth my attention. That inspires gratitude. Technique number two, display humility. Shortly after affecting gratitude, Brand cuts down himself. He says, even if you don't watch my content and I would never assume. So what Brand's doing here is he's letting Shapiro off the hook for feeling guilty in the event that Ben doesn't reciprocate. In, in other words, Ben Shapiro may not watch Russell Brand's content and Brand wants Shapiro to know he doesn't need to feel bad about it or defend himself. So very quickly, what Brand has done so far is to put Shapiro at ease with a combination of compliments and humility. But what he does next is truly exceptional. Technique three, set the tone. Listen to the question Brand asks. How, how do you generally approach conversations with people where there is an assumption that we're on a, across some real or imagined cultural line? Does it make any particular difference to you? Uh, There's the elephant. Brand points out the huge, obvious behemoth sitting between them. He calls it out and then directly asks Shapiro how he likes to approach these situations. What Russell Brand is doing here is world-class perspective getting. If you've watched my speeches, listened to my podcast, or read my book, you have heard me talk about perspective taking, which is the ability to see the world from the point of view of another person. The problem is when we try to take someone's perspective by simply imagining things from their point of view. Now, that's a useful creative exercise, but it often leads us astray because we are not, in fact, mind readers. I'm gonna read your thoughts. A far better approach might be called perspective getting, which is simply asking someone to describe their perspective to you. I recently spoke with Dr. Caitlin O'Connell, a renowned expert on animal rituals on my podcast, Beyond Networking. Dr. O'Connell described how elephants will place their trunk, their most vulnerable asset, in each other's mouths. Yeah, that's a very trusting <laughs> thing because the other elephant could bite their very sensitive trunk. So that trusting behavior is is something that's very ritualized and very it's a very reverent thing. Russell Brand is about to spend two hours debating controversial topics that he and Ben knowingly disagree on. But by asking Shapiro how he'd like to have that debate, Brand places his trunk in Ben's mouth. It was a masterstroke. The second section of this video is called Seeking Out Shared Beliefs. Lately, it seems no one can agree on anything, no matter how big or small. But the truth is, even your worst enemy probably shares more common beliefs and attitudes with you than not. I think of my friend Ami Dar, the founder and executive director of Idealist.org, describing his teen years in the Israeli army. One day, he was stationed alone in a watchtower observing Syrian soldiers across the fence. Here's how Ami described it. And I don't know if the, the Syrian soldiers in the distance in this valley, they had a few hours off and they were, they were playing uh, soccer. I could even hear some laughter coming up sort of across the mountain. And there was something um, in that moment that completely humanized them in my eyes. And this is, again, hard to explain if you haven't been there, although right now we're all so polarized that maybe this makes more sense. 
When you grow up in a, in a conflict zone or in a polarized society, it's very natural to dehumanize the other side. If you saw them as human as you are, it'd be very hard to fight them. You can fight them because they're not exactly human. And suddenly I have this flash and I think, wait a second, wait a second. If I want to join them now, there would also be some guys there that might share their socks with me and some others that wouldn't. There might also be the same kind of good guys and not that I have in my unit. And in that sense, this whole fence between us is running the wrong way. Debates tend to center around one tiny area of human experience, which we magnify and extrapolate from until we're blue in the face. Much of that wasted energy can be avoided by deliberately and openly finding areas of common interest, which leads us to the fourth and final technique in this video. We're the same, you and I. At least four times during their conversation, Russell specifically called attention to something he and Ben Shapiro had in common. One of the areas where I reckon you and I perhaps have a lot in common, obviously, like, you know, we've both got families. I feel your family's pretty young. Diminishing the role of religion in cultural life is probably something where you and I would have a lot of common ground. This is one of those techniques that's simple, but not easy. It takes a lot of self-confidence and self-assuredness to reach out across the fence and shake hands with the enemy. But in doing so, Brand keeps the debate from spiraling out of control, letting emotions get the better of either participant or devolving into personal attacks. Then, then you can each calmly and reasonably discuss the tenets on which you diverge, which end up feeling minor in comparison to how many things you've already agreed on. It's a beautiful technique and Russell Brand does it masterfully. We cannot meaningfully disagree with someone without a shared set of assumptions. There must be a foundation on which we agree, a bedrock of facts or assertions for us to diverge from. What's lost in so many debates these days is an outright acknowledgement of those facts or even an attempt to discover them. Connection is not about agreement. Connection is about understanding. It's clear Russell Brand and Ben Shapiro do not agree on many important topics. But by affecting gratitude, by displaying humility, by setting the tone and seeking common ground, Brand created an environment in which all participants could engage in a meaningful debate. They may never be best friends, but I bet, I bet they could share a cup of coffee without coming to blows. Hopefully soon we can move all of society back to the Agora. Poison hemlock notwithstanding. I drank what? If you want to stop cringing and start connecting, I've got an incredible resource for you. Seven ways to talk to anyone without looking like an idiot. You can grab it for free right here at softskillsarehard.com. What topics do you want to hear me discuss? What questions do you have about human connection? Put those in the comments down below. If you found this useful, hit the like button, subscribe for more content, and I will see you in the next video. Well, that's it for this week's episode, and I want to hear from you. Are you enjoying these short solo episodes in between seasons? Hit me up on Instagram at The Connection Magician, or hit me up on LinkedIn. Just search for Brian Miller, and you'll find me no problem there. Send me a DM, send me a message, send me an email. Let me know if you're enjoying this and what kinds of topics you want to hear me discuss in the future. Plus, I also want to know, are there guests that you want to hear, even if they're big name celebrities that you think are totally out of reach? I bet, I bet we could get a hold of a few of them. Uh, let me know for the upcoming season five of Beyond Networking. I'm going to be starting to uh, record those interviews and at least start outreach, uh, the outreach process very, very shortly. I'm hoping season five will launch in November, maybe December, but definitely by the end of this year. 
And I don't ask this very often, but if you do listen to these episodes and you enjoy them, go ahead and give a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated and help us continue spreading the word of human connection. That being said, I'm Brian Miller, and always remember, our world is a shared experience. Every interaction is meaningful, and every person you meet, even virtually, is important. And I'll see you soon.